Celine. And that's me, Nacelle. My name. Oh, man. I missed it up. Hey, you got this. You got this. Try it again. stop listening <laughs> you a little mad to yourself <laughs> okay but my name is sister it is the name that i have been given by my siblings and i love it and i would not trade it for the world my real name is beth but it's boring it's lame. so but in the translation of sister in elvish is nathel so and i really would actually leave if i could but it's way too expensive <laughs> yeah turns out learning elvish language doesn't pay it doesn't but we're trying no, but we're trying welcome everyone to chronicles of fiction the welcome. podcast where we read your favorite lord of the rings fan fiction or our favorites yeah we're our favorites we're our favorites um yeah that's what we do here it is we also learn elvish the we best do. we can we do we're um, trying we're trying but first how's your life <laughs> well it's it's going fun i'm getting ready to start my new job so i've been going through Yay. my um i had i had a desk but it was sitting out in our uh like dining area we don't have a dining room table because what well, no and <laughs> so okay. it, it was sitting out in that area i mean we don't like none of us eat at the wet table like that's true that's true so we, we were like we're gonna use this space for other things so I had it sitting out there and I had this big wooden dresser in our bedroom and I loved it used it and but that was like I can't have both of them in here at the same time because we have the sleigh bed that we used to have in Indiana for our bed frame takes up a lot of room oh. I love it but it takes up a lot of room and that with the dresser and the desk was gonna be too much yeah. So I switched places. So I had to I had to completely redo my closet so I could fit all of our clothes in there and get all the junk drawer cleaned out, get that moved out there. I had the boys do that when they came and get the desk moved in here. So then I've I've spent a lot of reorganizing and stuff like that. It sounds exhausting. It is. And just a forewarning, you guys, I have a slight headache tonight. So if my words are like jumbled together, it, my brain is mush. Yeah, and I haven't slept, so yay! That's, why haven't you slept? Well, um, I can't talk about all of it on air, but um, there's a chance that Caleb might be deployed, um, and so that's stressful. But yeah. on the other hand, um, I am starting my own freelance writing business and so I'm going to start pitching this week nice so and I've already kind of because like I'm going to start working with mama first because well not first I'm trying to get clients organically too but she has a whole network of stupidly rich people true and that those are the people I want to work for because well you know they're rich Mm -hmm. (laughs) so disposable income Exactly. Exactly. So, um, I have pretty much thought about that nonstop, like sun up to sundown. That's all I've done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's led to me not sleeping, but it's okay. It's fine. It sounds like it's a, most of it is a good reason. Yeah. Most of it. Yeah. And, and yeah, cause I think I'm also using it to ignore the fact that he might be leaving right. for a minute, <laughs> but Right. Um, but yeah, other than, I mean, life's been pretty good. I mean, it's, there's a glimmer of hope that I could not, I could maybe one day not work at jobs that I don't like and I don't feel like you're getting me anywhere. And that is just like, 
fueling every part of me. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's, that's how it's been for me these last few weeks of my regular job. I'm just like, but, it's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. Yeah, and then you're going to get to, because you've been wanting this job for forever. A long time, a very long time. This is exactly what I want to do, and I get to do it from home, which is just an added bonus. Thank you, COVID. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean <laughs> the gas you're going to save, like yes. the, the miles on your car. and oh, I don't even need a car. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't think. Theoretically, I don't even need one, which I'm going to have one. Actually, I'm going to end up selling my car to David, but that's like later on this year when I want to buy another one. But yeah, like not having to drive for work, your gas, people don't realize how much gas they spend a week and just going to their job. And so you take that out and not eating out because you're at home. Right, right. And even if I do eat out, like it's not going to be that bad, but I love to cook like Chicken and biscuits, chicken and dish, and we eat a lot of chicken around here. And I love the leftovers, so. Right. It's meal prepped and ready for me to go. And then I just have a whole hour at home, no drive time, uh, yeah. for my break to just relax. Oh, true. I didn't even think about, like, lunch break uh-huh. is actually legit because I don't, I currently don't take a lunch break because I leave an hour early instead. Uh-huh. because. I'm- don't want to be here so right. why would I want to be here and not be getting paid right, right. thanks yeah, mine is um mine is an hour lunch break and I'll already be home and they did say they said that there's a possibility they'll have to go to half hour lunch breaks but if they do we get that half hour that we would be working as overtime like automatically. oh yeah, well, yeah. I mean you know it's, it's almost- it would be like 15 dollars but like that's one two and a half hours a week yeah over time so that adds up and if i mean either way you're gonna be home exactly so it doesn't take 30 minutes to eat lunch so why not no and not to mention like well and i don't know what exactly your job is gonna entail but like i don't either (laughs) (laughs) not yet that's fair that's fair but i'm just thinking if you're not on like video calls or phone calls all day like let's be real Let's just, let me put it to you this way. The girl that helped me get this job, she's on social media pretty often during business hours, so. You are golden. I'm, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> so I had to put in that work. Like, I had to work at this job for three years, and it was, I was a break. Like, I took it, a clean bank, so it was a break from customer service, but, like, yeah. I did it so that I had something paying my bills until I could get and do what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I, yeah. And that's, it's always a little crushing when you have to show up at that job and you're like, the Uh only reason I'm here is because somebody said that the whole living without electricity thing isn't normal. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) but then you start, then you start an hour into your shift and you're like, you know, do I need lights? I really love candles. No, well, what happened is we, we just have a really messed up system because it's like over in Sweden, you know, they work four days a week and they get paid more than we do Lucky and their utilities are less than them. Like, so our system's just not right. It's messed up. Yeah. You speak of utilities and <laughs> I feel like all of our younger listeners are like, guys, guys, get a Utilities? Life. What are those? <laughs> but like our electric bill. I'm sweating right now because our electric bill went from 130 to $300. Sierra, I can't I'm here to tell you that something's wrong because we live in a three-bedroom apartment with four people running TVs all the time and our I get mad if our electric bill goes over $120. Yeah, Most I'm, of the time it stays at 80. I'm considering reaching out to DTE cuz that's what we have here and they're stupid. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, I would contest that. That doesn't sound. It doesn't because it's saying we're air set at. Uh, well, we have it at sixty-eight at night. Okay. But it really hasn't. I mean, before, like last month, it was probably at like seventy-two most of the time. Yeah. And it really hasn't been that hot here. Yeah. So, like, it going up double doesn't really make sense. Like, yeah. if not... so I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I will say is that the only times that our uh, our power bill spikes is when we drop the air, and okay. our air doesn't drop below seventy. 
<laughs> I literally have threatened to kick people out of this apartment when when I walked over and that thermostat says 69. I'm like, who did this? Who did this? Right now. I, I did not pay and put my name on this expensive ass lease to not live in comfort my entire life. Yes. Yeah, no, we just started putting it down that low and mostly just at night. Like I would yeah. put it back up during the day because I get cold. But at night, well, we had like a heated thing on our bed which i took yeah. it off but which is probably the dumbest first world thing ever is to have a heated bed and then turn your air conditioning all the way down like yes like that, come that, on yes. really yes. <laughs> that, that yes. yes i'm here to tell you that's bougie love it it's a problem that we're not gonna <laughs> do anymore because we're not that rich yeah uh-huh. it turns out <laughs> Uh, oh, the joys of adult life. Oh, yay. I love it. But with that adult life, y'all, we are getting ready. Sierra is coming home for the weekend. And yeah. we're going to the zoo. We're going to the zoo. And we're so excited. I haven't been in a very long time, like pre Caleb. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think the last time we all went was, um, which I think y'all went after this, but the last time we all went as a family, like as kids, was when we went with the Potters. And I don't know how oh, long that was. my. I stopped being, we stopped being friends with, well, I don't want to say stopped being friends with them. That makes it sound yeah. like drama. But like, when I was like 12 or 13. Yeah, it was, 13. I had to have been probably like, 17 or 18 it could not have been very long before i left home so oh that's true so yeah it had to have been every 10 years ago oh yeah at at minimum it's been 10 years probably closer to like 12 wow yeah that's crazy Uh, yeah i think we have we definitely have been since then but not with you and michael yeah Dang. I know. I'm so excited. Like, I'm, I'm like a little kid excited about you. <laughs> Even though I'm pr- probably only going to see you Saturday, which is fine. Like, I'm just so excited. I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I have waited too long to come home. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was February. Yes. Yeah, you came home for my birthday? Maybe. Did I see you? Dude, did you see me? I would think so. I would hope so. Didn't we? Have I don't her? remember. I think I got a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Another great thing about being an adult, guys, is you can't remember anything. That's mostly because you're using the alcohol to block out the pain. Please don't. No, but- we are not. <laughs> no, we're not. We're in therapy. Yeah, exactly. And therapy is working. It is. Please, I have to find a new therapist. So, oh no, mom's graduating. Oh, good for them. Yeah, exactly. It's all, it's all good. Like, I'll have I'll have uh, insurance, and I'll be able to. Uh, I hate saying get a real therapist, but you know what I mean. Well, I, I mean, experienced yeah. therapist. Yes. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I noticed a big difference because my, my first one, she had graduated, but she had only been doing it about a year. Yeah. And now I'm with, I actually don't know how long she's been doing it, but she's like an adult adult. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I could, I could tell almost immediately like, okay, she's had a bit more experience. Like, I like where this is going. Um, I would really like to know what your qualifications are for an adult adult, because I'm almost 30 and I do not feel like an adult adult. (laughs) I mean... I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little worried. I think you just go from like you're a kid and you're like, oh, the adults know what they're doing, and then you realize you're the adult and you're like, no, 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 no. Nobody my age knows what they're doing. There's another level here. Right, but I don't Unless, know what that level is. I don't know because gonna, the world is gonna wake up one day and be like, oh, I made it. I'm an adult now. I'm always going to be like, I don't don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. It depends on how long you're in therapy. That is so smart. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) And how much fan fiction you consume. It adds like two months 
of life experience okay. every fanfic you read. That exactly, exactly. And, and those are precise numbers based on scientifically ish facts. I mean, <laughs> scientifically ish. Uh, uh, I did it. not say it was based on good grammar. Speaking of fan fiction, that is what we came here for. But first, yes. first, I word. really want to say word of the day. That's not what it is, but it is. It is. So, I lost my pin. Oh no! Darn it! All right, keep okay. So okay. last week it was we learned the word here, which is lord, but we also learned the term. <coughs> Here, Ikorvath, Lord of the Rings. Yay, I'm so proud of you. That was perfect. And I couldn't quite remember. I was like, oh no, how do you pronounce this? <laughs> okay, so this week, or I keep saying week, as if we are that consistent. Right? <laughs> Y'all don't even know. That's bad. Yikes. Um, it is, hang on. Let me think. <laughs> um, Hirio Neem. Uh, okay. Do you okay? Which means my lady, because that's what you asked for. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, because that's going to be in our new our our new introduction to confuse people even more. <laughs> My lady, what is your name? Oh my god, that's great though. I know, right? Good job. Solid idea past you, even though you don't Yes, know. yes, yes. Solid <laughs> idea past me. Okay, how do we spell this? Okay. H I R I L. Okay. Heriel. And then okay. Ni, which we've seen before, N I N. N I N. Pronounced E. Yes. And Heriel. Yeah, that's what we're going with. Here. Again, this is just me trying my very best. <laughs> Accuracy is... Kirill Neen, which means my lady. Correct. Alright. So, it would be Kirill Neen Man Ianethlin. Yes. My lady, what is your name? Yeah, unless... So... Oh no. Because no, I just I don't know if that would be put before or after, like my lady, because oh. Elvish grammar is weird. So we're just gonna go with before because I don't know. And if somebody knows, please let us know. Man Ianethlin Kirionin. Okay, yeah, you can, yeah, okay, okay. Maybe technically you could do it either way. The English version of what is your name, my lady? Right. Better. So okay. Okay. I'm cool. going to try to remember that next time, but there's a good chance I will not. There's a better chance that I will just completely stumble over it. It's okay. 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 So, to the point. To the point. The whole to reason the we're here. Y'all just going to skip, 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 skip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have been reading um, a fan fiction called The Writer of Rohan by Talon the Mighty. It's really good. It t takes place, um, like, during Lord of the Rings, right? Yes, it does indeed. And so um, it is one of the uh, writers of Rohan, I guess, Gamrick, you guess he's a writer of Rohan, is sent to fetch Gandalf because they know that uh, Theoden yes. is not right in the head and is being <laughs> like there's something wrong. So yeah. that's kind of where we're at. This particular chapter, chapter three, is a very long chapter. And because we are exhausted, and also because we gapped away the first 20 minutes, um, <laughs> yeah. we're going to cut this in half. <laughs> this will be, uh, oh, hold on, I lost the, this will be chapter three, the Grey Flood, part one. That's fancy, you know? Thank part you. one, that's fancy. Part and I'm going to try to break it, like, right even in half. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> you got this. I believe in you. Are you still there? Can you hear me? 
I can hear you now. Okay. Sorry, Grandma is calling. Oh. She thinks today was my first day at work and I didn't correct her. And I was just like, thanks. And so now I'm going to have to explain it all to her. Oh, that's awkward. It's whatever. You know what? I'll do with it later. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Chapter three, The Gray Flood. Is that what I said? <laughs> the yeah. Gray Flood, part one. The golden light of the sunset was swiftly slipping away behind the horizon when Gamrick and Asafeld finally beheld the Grey Flood. The journey thus far had gone without incident after the run-in with the wildmen at the Gap, and beside his constant worrying, Gamrick had found that he really enjoyed spending time with his companion in such an open area. He was free of many of his grueling day-to-day activities that would, that would have usually kept him from Asafeld, and thus could ride to his heart's content. As he was a very experienced rider, he suffered only minimal saddle sores, and his muscles were free from cramping even after a long day of riding. Their food supply was also holding well, as the surrounding area up to this point held an abundance of common fruits and berries. Indeed, he had even stumbled upon a bird's nest and grabbed a few small, recently laid eggs just a few hours earlier. Asafeld seemed happier than ever as well, which warmed Gamer's heart. The... The Mira's tracks had held as well, even in this moist environment. Since the waters did not reach quite this far from the river, he had still been able to track shadow facts with relative ease. However, if the tracks did indeed disappear, then he figured he would just find them on the other side of Tharbad, where the ground dried again. Ah, dry ground, Gamrick grumbled miserably, dabbing the perspiration on his forehead with his green cloak, which he had long since removed. This humidity is unbearable. Oh, oh, was he in North Carolina? (laughs) 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 Though Gamrick was fond of spending this much time with his friend, neither of them had particularly enjoyed the leg of the journey that had led them through this environment. The random patches of mud that forced them to slow to a sluggish pace grew more irritating with every encounter, and the swamp's plants were not only aesthetically displeasing, but very tall and difficult to see over, which did little to ease Gamrick's anxiety. I just However, feel like that he's probably like thinking about his Instagram. Like, I just can't post about this, okay? It's not aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> it's not aesthetic. <laughs> That's amazing. That Sorry. <laughs> However, the worst part of this awful area by far was the terrible combination of the nauseating smell that had relentlessly invaded his nostrils and the endless tide of mosquitoes that insisted on attacking in full force. They were both quite happy to see the crumbling ruins of Tharbad in the distance, for it meant that they would soon be out of the wetlands that surrounded the immediate area outside of the river. The old cracked archways and remains of homes, farms, and other buildings became more frequent as they followed the old road into town. As they drew near, an uneasy feeling set upon Gamrick. There was a slight chill that clung to the area, and one had to wonder whether the spirits of those that had died in the flood had exactly wanted to leave just a chill ran up his spine and he shivered. Be careful, my friend, Gamrick told Asafeld. We are used to such wet areas. Watch your footing and mind the mud. I don't want you to slip or get stuck. Asafeld snorted in prideful disapproval as Gamrick dismounted and took the lead, testing the stepping stones to make sure they were steady enough to hold his companion's weight. Hey, I'm sure you would be just fine on your own, but we can't take any chances. Asafeld flattened his ears and lowered his head in an overdramatic display of reluctant compliance and began following closely behind. Within minutes, his boots were caked in mud. The awful stench had only become more prominent as they neared Tharbad. Gamrick's feelings of unease grew as the sun finally fell from the sky and the shadows began marching towards them. Who knew what these ruins would hold? Orcs? Wargs? Perhaps even trolls? He drew his sword and gripped it tightly. As they entered the ancient shell of the city, Gamrick stopped and lit a makeshift torch made of a tree branch. Do you know the way? Gamrick looked at him awkwardly. Such a strange question, he thought. The elves are renowned for their secrecy. I could not tell you, for I do not know myself, Gamrick responded. I have a question for you, as well. You were days ahead of me, and you left Rohan even before the one whom I seek. I am tracking the grey wizard. Have you seen him on your travels? I have been following him for nigh a fortnight, and his tracks led this way. If he has passed me, then I must have missed him, for I have not seen a single soul since I left your homeland. However, it seems that we could be of potential use to each other, Boromir paused. Eredel refuses to cross the bridge here. Your people are renowned horsemasters, are they not? Perhaps you may be able to help me get him across, and in return I shall accompany you as you track Mithandra? 
yeah i knew that (laughs) (laughs) it just it spelled differently than i like thought it would be so my brain was like that's fair what's the whole i thing yes and i thought it was l at the end methandril methand i don't know i don't know what i thought Mithandria, yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> <sighs> his path may also lead to Imladris, where Lord Elrond is renowned for his wisdom, and one can be sure that he has, at the very least, taken counsel with. Wait, how do you say it again? <laughs> Mithrandir. Mithrandir. Mm-hmm. Recently, during these dark times, <laughs> I'm on my way there now, but as you can see, I am unsure of the way. Gamrick's eyes widened as he felt hope restored to his heart finally some luck he thought he didn't know where rivendell was of course but he knew it was somewhere to the north of their current location he came to his decision then if he was lucky enough to be able to still follow shadowfax tracks upon reaching the western bank of the gray flood he would continue on gandalf's trail however if the mare's tracks had faded he would accompany this gondorian north Having a second pair of eyes couldn't hurt at any rate, and this Boromir of Gondor seemed like he would be handy in a fight. <laughs> That's a great way to, like, decide if someone's valuable or not. I mean, you'd be good at a fight. Yeah, you can come. <laughs> he didn't fully trust this Gondorian, but he had been open enough and seemed desperate in his own right, though neither his face nor voice betrayed him. A, Gamrick agreed. He gestured for Asafel to stay and felt Boromir studying him as he walked up the steps to the bridge. His heart sank. Of course, Aerodel had refused to cross, and some spare cloth from his bag. It was too dark to see much of anything, and though he risked being seen first, at least he would have a fighting chance if, it, if any enemies did attack. Without the torch, he was left completely blind in the dark, where his eyes would be outmatched by those of the servants of the enemy. They meandered through the old stone streets until they found the overpass at last. The crescent moon gave off no light, even as it sat above the thin clouds, high in the night sky. There was a sense of veiled sadness here, and it unnerved Gamrick. Asafeld was clearly affected as well, and Gamrick could not blame him. They must have wandered for hours through the remains of this ruined city. Normally, he would have stopped to set up camp, but not here. Not in this place. His eyes caught a slight movement to the right of the bridge, and he raised his torch to the darkness. He could see nothing. His throat dried and his pulse quickened. Who goes there? He shouted in the common tongue. His heart pounded in his chest as he waited in heavy silence. No response. Gamrick gripped the hilt of his sword firmly. Whom do you serve? Then he heard footsteps approaching as a figure entered the illuminated area. Hold, a tall man said as Gamrick tensed. You need not fear me. I mean you no harm. I am Boromir of Gondor, a friend of Rohan. I passed through your country not two weeks past, he added, gesturing at Gamrick's helm. Gamrick lowered his sword and relaxed his posture slightly relieved. Hey, I remember hearing of a Gondorian passing through the Rittermark. Gamrick, at your service. And this is Asafeld, Gamrick replied, stroking Asafeld's chin. The massive cracks that zigzagged across the bridge would make any creature nervous, and that wasn't even including the fact that the bridge was sunken in on some parts. The bridge itself could barely hold one man at a time, let alone a horse and a rider. With the structure so widely unstable that even he and Asafeld would have trouble crossing it, he would have to come up with a new plan. We will have to cross one at a time, Gamrick announced, slowly turning back to the trio. May I, Gamrick <laughs> asked, nodding towards Boromir's steed. As you wish, Boromir replied. Taking the torches, he stepped aside. Gamrick bowed his head in respect and held one hand out to the beautiful horse before him. You needn't be afraid, my friend. No harm will come to you. Aradel looked at him uncomfortably, but allowed Gamrick to touch his chin. Asafeld whinnied in jealousy as Gamrick began scratching underneath his jaw. Aradel was distressed, and Gamrick felt his pain on a deep emotional level. Boromir had by no means abused the animal, but this man was very young and not prepared for such a venture. He must have been on the road for a good two months. We must wait until he is ready to cross. Are you mad? We must move out before the enemy finds us, Gormir protested. Neither you nor I know this area. We should move to safer territory. Hey, however, Aradel will not go until he is ready. We will have to make sure he is prepared for this, or else this could go awry and we may all end up drowning. Gamrick replied as he glanced away from the horse and towards the rushing water gurgling below the bridge. His stomach flipped at the thought of being pulled away by such a powerful current. 
Indeed, Vormir responded, dismayed. He was clearly unsettled by the few nights he had spent here and wanted desperately to move on. Come, I've made a small camp in the nearby ruin here. Join me. With that, he returned the torch to Gamrick and strode away. And I think that is right at ten minutes. Nice. Well done. And a good good little good little pausing point, I think. Yes. Nice scene break. Yes. So this is taking place I guess I thought this was taking place later in Lord of the Rings. I don't know why my because my brain didn't work. So this is um, right before they all gather um, in Rivendell, because clearly Boromir is on his way to Rivendell. Yeah, which I really, I really love this storyline because, like, there aren't, I can't think of a single fanfic, and I'm sure there are others out there that like follow Boromir or, you know, that um, time frame. Yeah, and I really appreciate this now. Oh, yeah, especially because when you think about, like, it's just like he said, like, no one knows where Elrond's dwelling place is, no, except for the right. elves and Gandalf, and then, yeah. like, Bilbo got lucky, like, yeah. you know, so, like, Boromir's traveling to this, and he doesn't know where he's going. No, and I think in, I think in the timelines in the books, it takes him forever. Yeah, yeah, so, I think so, because he arrived, like, yeah. the morning of the council, whereas a lot of other people, like, were there a week or so ahead of time. Yeah. Um, well. He arrived day of. Well, because in the book, like, nobody actually knew the council was going to happen. Right. Right? So. Oh, I don't, I thought they were, I thought everyone had called them all. No. No, yeah. they all, and they all, they, they changed that for the movie because it makes more sense. Like, Denethor yeah. will, like, you gotta go! Right. Um, but I think, I'm pretty sure that uh, in the book, it just, those people happen to be there for various reasons. Yeah, I think you're right, because I think um, Gloin had come, oh, yeah, no, you're right, because Boromir mm-hmm. went because him and um, his brother Ar- Aramir, Fer- Faramir, yes. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is mushy guys him and Faramir Faramir had had a dream yes and they needed it interpreted and they felt like uh Elrond was the only person that could interpret it and then like yeah. all the other stuff going on they're like let's just go and get some advice which like now that I'm thinking about it how hippie is that <laughs> like you have these like like grown men who are like warriors and stuff. And one of them is just like, bro, I had a nightmare. Um, <laughs> and he's like, dude, that definitely means something. There's this like, guy who's been alive for ages. Yeah, he's got a magic valley. And he's got a magic valley. <laughs> he's definitely gonna know what this means. He's like, cool, cool. I will keep, here's the plan. I will keep the evil out of Gondor. I know it's gonna be hard, but it's okay. Um, you go find out what this means. <laughs> right? I love how, like, cool. Boromir yeah. to find out what his brother's dream meant. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. I love it. I wish I could go on a journey to find out what my dreams mean. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I Actually, guess theoretically we can still. Just they won't be as adventurous. No, it just brings on tears. I mean, yes. <laughs> just yes. tears. Yes. No fun. Yeah. I had forgotten. I literally just read that chapter like a week ago and I had forgotten all about it. But yeah, you're right. Everyone has shown up for advice and then it just so happened to be like right about the time that Frodo showed up with the ring. Yeah. If I saw that in a book, well, okay, here's the thing. As far as storytelling goes, because I was going to say that like if I saw that in a book today, I would be like, honey, you need to edit this. This is weird. Um... But actually, the characters that Tolkien had, he didn't have any big names in his world. He didn't have, like, all the big names from The Hobbit show up. Right. So, like, other than, well, I mean, Legolas is related to the, I mean, you have you have relations. But that's, he, like, he's kind of subtle about it. Because you really only have um, Gloin there from right. The Hobbit. And then, obviously, well, well like, Bilbo doesn't count. Um, but isn't Gimli there too? Yeah, but he. I, I'm more. I was more thinking about um, 
names that we would re- because at the time you know the hobbit had only been published right 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 so right. i'm thinking okay this is sequel like as far as storytelling goes are you are you he, he didn't name drop that's what i'm trying to say uh, yeah, yeah yeah um these were all new characters that just happened to be there yeah it's very true and really very little backstory to him, most of them no nothing and then some of them at legolas he never gets to it that's they true thanks okay but is legolas your favorite character because of the movies or because of the book because of the fandom i wouldn't say that it's the movies or the books okay it's more the because the what the fandom has done with him is what um i do i still appreciate book legolas a lot yeah um but there's he also doesn't really have there's not a lot to him so but i've been listening to two towers every night which has been the best nice it's the only thing calming my brain down enough to go to sleep yeah i believe that because i don't well it's it's the material is the source of comfort so like it's going to yeah yes yes 100 percent. and i i love it because it's like I'm listening to the part with like Helm's Deep and stuff, which is right. one of my favorite parts. Amazing. But I'm we- almost done with Fellowship, but then I picked up the book Thief and. Ooh, how are you liking that? I'm in love with it. I'm mad at myself. I am so mad at myself for sleeping on this book for so long. I'm 95% sure I actually own it, <laughs> but it's just put up somewhere Fair. like I don't have a place for my book so they're just That's sitting so on top of my closet so and then I saw it at the library and I'm like why not like I'll get if I get to it great and if I don't and I'm so mad at myself for sleeping on it for so it's long it's so good and the perspective that it's told from uh, uh, I, I was reading it and like, uh, I, start, like I started the prologue and I'm like okay this is interesting some guys observing this and then it hit me it, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute Yes, And then I had to go, but I literally started it over from the first, like, four pages that I had read because I was like, hold yes. on a second. Yes. This is amazing. Um, I really can't wait to see the movie. I'm very curious to see how they did that. Whoa. Or if they did it. There's a movie? movie? Yeah. <gasps> wait, like, coming out or? No, no, no. It's been out for a while. That's how I first heard about it because oh, wow. uh, it was coming to family video and they're like oh yeah it's based on a book and I'm like oh cool like I'll have to read the book because the movie looks great and uh yeah I need to watch this I was clueless I think I learned about it through well I mean you go to Barnes and Noble as much as I do you're gonna see it um (laughs) (laughs) but mostly through book too but I'm surprised I didn't hear about the movie through that yeah yeah I yeah I don't know how long it's been out I will look it up when we get off here to see what platforms it's on Um, okay because I cannot wait. So yeah. that I'm going to watch it. It's a really yeah. pretty book too. Like the cover's pretty. Yes. And what yes. you did you have. And Actually, it's, I think it's, both of them it's are. beautifully written. And oh. it's, like, it's, it's, it is a great book. It's yeah. fantastic. Um, <laughs> but we got responses from people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this, the question was a little special. Spicier, not really. Spicier. Not really spicy, controversial. I I asked what people's pet peeves were. Okay. Um, in fan fiction. Yes. I thought you meant in general, and I'm like, well, okay. Oh, no, because then it might actually get spicy, and we're not rated for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's our other podcast. Um, <laughs> so uh jesse underscore cam we know her we love her um she so she messaged because i i put in like parentheses under this is on instagram um under the question Mm -hmm. like if the because when you're when you type into the question thing if it's more than like i don't know like a sentence it cuts you off um so i was just like for longer answers just send us a direct message and she was like do you have room for like an entire essay um yes please yeah we have all the points to cover um so her first one was no paragraph breaks improper grammar too much smut borderline pornographic when they (laughs) make 
<laughs> well, when they make five million. Oh, okay. That's so. That's the first point, which I agree. Um, and which no paragraph breaks. Sometimes that can just be like on Wattpad when you're first starting out. Formatting is confusing. Ah. It's it's not really once you know it it's not but when you're pu- posting your like very first story you're like I don't know what I'm doing right we've all been there um as far as I just I think my biggest thing with um adult content is please put a warning and actually somebody else said which we'll read that later um kind of said the same thing of like it's if that's what you like fine but put a little warning um and then oh and so hmm? i was gonna say you know what people don't realize and we're trained to think that like oh you're being a baby if you need like a quote-unquote trigger warning but like this could be it it could be potentially very triggering for people not in a very bad way and it's just common kindness and courtesy to be like hey heads up adult things Mm -hmm. yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and that can go for that kind of stuff it can go for anything that i mean and really anything (laughs) that you feel like like maybe because if they're if they're fine with it then they'll read it yeah and not Um, all fan fiction needs to be smut so it is okay to put that disclaimer out there like hey this is this is the adult stuff yeah exactly yeah um and then her okay so her next point was five million chapters before the actual first chapter because like okay and um i don't have an opinion on this because i don't do it but my husband does um (laughs) i never really thought about it i was just like cool i don't care but um putting a um playlist a in a part a summary in like the next chapter and then you have um like part one I'm, I'm reading what she said but um and then a character list of course and she's saying when you do that just for the views obviously Caleb doesn't do that he just loves his playlists um but I can see how that would get annoying because you're getting votes for every chapter but really the first five votes aren't legit yeah, no, I would, I would 100% like click off of something if I had to click through five different things to get to the first chapter. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like I would 100% be like, okay, like this is, and I like it might interest me the first time or two, but like mm-hmm. after that, I'm gonna be like, okay, like I just wanna, I'm just yeah. gonna read. get to but the. That's point. just me. Like everyone, I do appreciate a good uh, playlist. So yeah, um, her next point was. Uh, and I'll just I'll just quote this. It says that smut writers get the most votes, etc. Um, yeah, I think there's more of a demand for it though too, and that's kind of why. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's kind of supply and demand, which mm-hmm. kind of breaks my heart. Not that there, that smut exists. Like I honestly am too self involved to care. Um. <laughs> It's more that I want, I personally want more stories that are very canon based. Yeah. And I want that. Right. Um, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what you think about that. Uh, I don't necessarily, I don't know that I necessarily have an opinion. Um, I think that like a lot of times when people take like a story, when you've got Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or like any of it, or in a, in case very well-known case twilight you mm-hmm. know people take it and they want to write in what they wanted to feel and nine times mm-hmm. out of ten that's going to have something to do with like sexual desires for mm-hmm. characters and they're going to write that experience out and that's when that's how you get these types of that's how you got 50 shades of gray like that's true you know and the after so, series i think too and the what the after series no wait maybe that was just an original fic on Wattpad or not fic but original fiction or yeah Yeah. I don't know I don't remember now but yeah yeah. so I don't like 
I feel like people who are writing canon, like you almost could just be regular writers if it wasn't for copyright issues. Yeah. You know, whereas the smut stuff is like that, that is pure fiction, like fan fiction right there. And it's not that the other stuff isn't, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> aside from this, I don't really read fan fiction. So that's probably good. You're saving yourself. I just, I, I, lot of. I mean, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't really seek it out. So yeah, there's only what if I sought it out. Right. There's a lot of other stuff <laughs> than what I pull for our podcast. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, some of it's golden. Some of it, not so much. Um, uh, okay, she legit gave like a whole essay. So then <laughs> the next one was using a, fer- a certain face claim, uh, like Harry Styles, for example, just to get views, but then write... Uh, basic stories that have nothing to do with their lives and don't put an effort to convey their personality. Ooh. Mm. See, I don't read anything that's not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would never... Uh, I just personally don't like fan fiction that follows a real person. It makes me feel a little weird, personally. Yeah. Because it's, like, a privacy thing? Yeah, yeah. like, when I, like, if I imagine, like, like, I just try to picture myself famous and then finding out that people write these stories about me, I, I would be very weirded out. Yeah, it's a little... And, and then, I would also be like, I wouldn't act like that. Like, why would you? Because they can't possibly know how you would right. respond to any situation. Right, because they don't know you. you. <laughs> they have a perception of you, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. So... I can't really speak to the only using like a famous face claim for yeah. just to get views. I believe it. I didn't know people did that. That's so weird. Didn't you didn't know they wrote fanfic about real people? Well, yeah, like just about like celebrities. Oh. Like, what are they writing? Harry Styles so huge on Wattpad. Oh. Like it's all up in my suggested feed. I have not read one. So like Wattpad, like Calm down. Um, but, uh, oh, okay. And then the next one was jumping right into the romance. No buildup. Fanfic writers tend to rely only on plot and the face of the love interest not making a story. So I think personally that this comes down to inexperience in writing stories. Yeah. Because that like romance is hard to write oh yeah and you do like you want you want it then and now and so you're like i'm just gonna put it in there um prime example is the book that i just read uh sisters of sword and song Uh that that build up it literally started a quarter of the way into the book and you really didn't know for sure until almost the end oh and it was, and I, like, I knew, like, I was like, there's no way they don't, like, wrap yeah. this up. Because they wrapped up every, every tied in neat and tidy. Like, there was, it was a clean <laughs> ending book, you know. Um, but it, it, the buildup was so, 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 like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. So I would agree with her that, like, yeah. Yeah. For a much slower build. The next one, she said, was second person point of view. I agree. I am not a fan. Um, I think if you're going to use it, it needs to be original fiction. Even then, probably not going to read it. But uh, then you can call it a, I mean, an artistic choice, I guess. So um, what is second person? Um, I would basically use the word you. Like, you did blah, blah, blah. You fell down the stairs. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I wouldn't say I ever because i'm not telling this i'm telling the story but it's all about you it's very difficult to write so it's even harder to do it well i would imagine it would be hard to read a long story like that too yeah i see it most in um short fanfics because they're basically wanting you to 
imagine yourself as the you character. Right. So, like, the narrator experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it just takes me out of the story completely. Interesting. Um, but I it, there's so much. Somebody must like it because there's a bunch of them. Yeah. All over the internet. So <laughs> good for y'all. <laughs> right. Um. Okay, hang on. I gotta find it. Oh, and um. So and the, her next point goes into that is the your name stories, which is kind of the same thing. Of instead of the the main character, the original character having a name, the name is filled in with Y slash N, which no. you're supposed to insert your own name into that. No, no. I, I did not come here to do all the work. <laughs> Yeah, I, and maybe part of it is because I never, I was never looking for the self-insert. Not to say that I didn't, well, I mean, anytime you write a story, there's always a part of you that's in it, but I was never, I never had that need, but there's a lot of those too, so somebody must, I mean, there's, there's a demand for it, so people like it, um, it's just not for, not for me. Yeah. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, the, okay, this one gets on my nerves. Um, copying a movie or TV show line for line. Oh. Kill me, LOL. Having the main character take over a role of a character on the, <coughs> the show just for that. So, yeah, it bothers me. Yeah, no, especially if you're familiar with that TV or movie, like, right, that would take you out of it completely. Because all it, you're going to do is picture the movie or TV character. Yeah, but then it's like the original character, like it's typically the Tenth Walker um, stories in the Lord of the Rings fandom, anyway. That like she'll end, it's typically a her, um, which. And then she'll end up stealing somebody's lines, like all the big one, all the bigger lines. And yeah, it bothers me a little bit because if you're gonna write a tenth walker, the reason that like if they're there, the whole plot should be different because mm-hmm. they should have an impact. Right. Um, but that doesn't happen a lot. So there's just so much like there's so much material to work with. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you could go... Don't just copy and paste. Please. Please. Uh, I mean, if that's what brings you joy, do it. Just don't hit the publish button. Don't hit the publish button. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but I digress. Um, And then, okay, this one. Um, It kind of goes in with the same thing. It Female baddies and then in parentheses she says you know what i'm talking about (laughs) um which is i mean mary sue's they're typically women they can be guys but like they are good at everything for no apparent reason yeah and they just don't have a lot of character development which again if you want to do that go for it don't hit publish we are gonna lose all of our listeners yeah they're gonna be like uh, excuse me <laughs> except for jesse underscore camp because she's gonna love this <laughs> um okay so that was her that was all of her responses um responses. I, it's, it's made me think a lot about fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> and then um talon the mighty actually said um no regard for established canon or lore Ooh, ooh and we see that we see like him doing this thoroughly in his story yeah like, he is lining up yeah completely, sticking all he's just filling in the blanks yep yeah which is what fa- i mean in my opinion what fan fiction is or like oh fill yes. in those blanks and if unless okay the um the exception is like if you label it an an au an alternate universe yeah 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 then yeah. go for it because um actually monster cupcake oh my gosh i love her fix um she wrote a whole series like and it was an alternate universe of like i forget 
how I, I keep bringing this up and then I can't remember what the actual premise is. I just know that the, the fellowship thing goes horribly wrong. Oh, that's the, that's the AU. I just don't remember how. Nice. Um, but yeah, go check that out. It made me cry a lot. Oh. Um, okay, so those were the ones from Instagram. Nice. And then we have some from Wattpad. Uh, yeah, I just want to say, Talon the Mighty, like, it is so nice to get a glimpse into the other parts of the story because it's like, yes, you know, we, we knew, we knew of Frodo's journey to Rivendell, but like everyone else had their own journey there. And I love that someone like him, they are telling this story. Yes. Of Boromir and this interlacing with Gamera. It could just continue. My brain is hurting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. That and I thought I- was coming out right. I, I appreciate, I almost appreciate it more that it's not from Boromir's perspective. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, because it, it is, an, it's like we, we have the Fellowship, and then we have Boromir, and then we have this other little door of someone yes. else completely alive and working and living in this universe. Yes. That had a mission and had, you know, all of this stuff. So, yeah, I agree. I agree with that statement. Yes. Um, okay. <clears throat> Uh, V3 Olympus, we've heard from her too, um, said, definitely impossible ships paired with not-so-good writing. There's only a certain level of cringe one can take. (laughs) Um, yeah, I am not a fan. Well, okay, let me preface this by saying, personally, I'm not a fan of romance in general, so take what I say with a grain of salt. If the ship didn't happen in canon, I'm probably not going to be on board. I might not be mad all the time. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not going to be like sitting here like begging for it. You know, I used to be the same way. But recently I have found that I am actually enjoying romance in my stories. As long as it is not like the the storyline. As long as it's not the plotline and it's just a part of it, mm-hmm. then I'm okay with it. But I actually am enjoying. But that is also in like my regular reading. That's not fan fiction. Right. Other than this, I don't really read fan fiction. Sorry, guys. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I've seen some things. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, yeah, in regular fiction, I do, it depends. Because, like, Six of Crows, Kaz and and Inej, like, I'm so trash for. Like, it's probably not healthy. I want them together so badly. So, yeah, but they they have such a slow burn. It's such a slow burn, and I love it. Yeah. Um, which is really ironic because, I mean, Caleb and I got engaged eight months in, like, the very opposite. I'm like, no, the stories need to take forever. But in real life, I'm like, no, let's just get married. (laughs) Let's, this is totally how it works. Um, okay. This is totally how it works. Um, we've all, okay, we've got two more. Um, Isilwin of Rivendell said, mostly smut, especially without warning. Um... Because there is some whack stuff, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And I came here for a story and not them making out in rated R style. Smiley face. It's okay, I suppose, if you don't mind it. But I think it should definitely be mentioned either in the tags or a warning before they start the chapter. Yeah. Which you're supposed to do, but not everyone does or they forget. Um, So, yeah, that's that's the comment I was talking about earlier. Yeah. That's, like, just warning, please. Yeah. Um, okay, and then we have our very own Green Scholar Tales back. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that was cringy. Um, said complete dis. We're seeing a theme here. It's complete dis- disregard for canon world building, plots, and characterization. AU's and OOC portrayals absolutely have their place in fanfiction, but not to the point where the only thing the fanfiction has in common is the source material and its names. Hmm. If that's the case, just write your own. Like, yeah. piece. Yeah. Um, I see this a lot, and this is my own personal pet peeve. 
with Elodin. Did I talk? Tell me if I talked about this last, last episode. But Elodin and Elro here, I see them portrayed as like jokesters with Glorfindel and like it just I just don't think that's how they were yeah and there, it's not really any recognizable from what little we what we do see in the books yeah and I could like if it's if if you're gonna write a story about them as kids like go for it like they probably were again they were living in the Magic Valley so <laughs> um yeah but I don't know. I just, after their mother sailed, I just don't see them joking. Like, they literally, they lost their minds and started killing orcs all the time. Right. So I don't think they were pulling pranks after that. I think you could hearken back to a time that they did that. Um, oh, yeah. You know, but yeah, I, I would imagine that that would not be something that they continued doing after yeah. left. Yeah. And even just after adulthood, like there's a there comes a point. Right. Where and that could honestly just go back to the age of the writer. Um right. it is very hard to write older than you are. Like right. I when I try to write somebody who's 30 or 40, I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like I that it, kills me because <laughs> I do not feel that much older or different than 21. Well, good. Maybe I won't write terrible characters then. <laughs> That's so funny to me. But I do, like, I, I get it. I wouldn't know how to write someone at 40 because I assume that they've got their life figured out and I do not still, so. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I figure that's probably where a lot of that comes from. And the, the fandom has kind of adopted it. And it's like with Legolas, like Caleb really doesn't like the fandom Legolas because it's not really accurate. And I'm aware of that, but I still like it. So like, I understand people like still liking that version of them. Yeah. Whether they know that or their whether their opinion is that that is canon or not. Right. So. To each their own, I guess. To each their own. It is fan fiction, after all. <laughs> it is fan fiction. It is fan fiction, which makes me happy. Yeah. But do you remember our word? Our it's phrase? Gotten, it's gotten dark in my room. Hold on. Oh, no. Um. Okay. Here y'all? Mm-hmm. Yes. Here y'all mean, and that's my lady. My lady. So wait, try to say it all together. Oh no, hold on. Okay, hold on. My <laughs> No, wait, hold on. Was that right? <laughs> you can do. You can do my lady before or after. Okay. Man, Ian, Here y'all mean. Yeah. Yay! Yay! I can't. Nope. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Your your brain is mush today. My brain said no. No. With a heart. With a heart. <laughs> With a heart. But I feel like it's like a blue heart, so you know it's kind it of passive aggressive. Oh, uh, it is. It's like you, C-I-T-C-H, no. But we love you, but no. But no. Stop. Uh. Well, it has been fun, guys. If y'all stuck around this long, we love I'm you. Impressed. Yes. Good job listening. Yeah. We're right. <laughs> that sounded so passive aggressive. <laughs> Good job listening. Good job. Uh, so next week, we are either going to do a one shot or finish the half of this chapter. We will decide because we are going to be recording early since. Wawa's coming home. Yes. Although I'm probably going to upload on our normal schedule. Yeah. So it, it won't change for you. So, yeah. But. Oh, no. Yeah, I still have a problem. Oh. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. We love you. Uh, we're at Chronicles of Fiction on Wattpad and Instagram. I ask questions on those two platforms. We used to have a Twitter. That's not a thing anymore. It's not. But you can email us at cof we like to talk at gmail.com. You absolutely can. 
if you can remember all that. Um, thanks, guys. Galu. Galu. This Boromir had a proud and strong face, one that demanded respect from Gamrick. His dark hair was soaked due to, due to the humidity of this place, and his worn leather armor indicated that he had been on the road for some time. Ah, said Boromir. After a second glance, after a second of silence, he gestured to the shadows and clicked his tongue. The painted engravings of the white tree on his bracers glinted in the torchlight as the familiar sound of hooves on stone filled Gamrick's ears. Mine is Arodel. A chestnut horse emerged from the shadows then, clearly stressed and uneasy. It pained Gamrick to see such a beautiful horse in such a wretched state. A fine steed, he noted. What business brings you two here? Though he was relieved that he had run into a friend instead of an enemy, he still wasn't one to trust so easily. I would ask you the same, Boromir retorted. They glared at each other for a brief moment, untrusting of one another. The silence eventually broke as Gamrick spoke. I am on an errand for my lord Theodred, Gamrick said flatly. Indeed, Boromir's gray eyes studied him suspiciously. Well, you do not seem foul enough to be a servant of the enemy. Perhaps you may help me. I've become lost on my way to... Oh, no. Imladris? Yep. Oh. Boromir glanced at Aerodel, then looked doubtfully back at Gamrick. He will do it. All you must do is ask him to, Gamrick said calmly. He walked slowly towards Aerodel, offering his torch to Boromir.